Welcome to Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling, a podcast for unexpected homeschoolers who never considered homeschooling, but find themselves doing just that. Each week, we'll talk about the challenges and joys of homeschooling with a few practical tips thrown in. I'm your host, Kim. Today, we're talking about homeschool necessities. I get asked a lot, what do you need to get started homeschooling? What are the supplies I need? How do I get ready? So I just want to hit kind of my top 10 homeschool necessities. I always tell people the same thing. So it doesn't really matter in terms of homeschool style for these 10 necessities, because it's not going to be really about curriculum decisions and things like that. It's just really things you need to have on hand that you may not think about if you haven't been really involved in schooling beforehand or schooling at home beforehand. So number one is a schedule or routine. So I'm going to tell you the thing is that no matter what your ideal homeschool might be, kids usually thrive on routine and or some kind of schedule. And this looks different for either different family members, different kids in the family, or different days of the week, or even a combination of that. I was very resistant to a strict schedule, but found my kids that have a really hard time with time management do much better once they understand how they needed to be budgeting their time, you know, when we needed to be places and that kind of stuff. My little one's schedule looks very different than my high schooler. Everyone has one and our schedule changes daily, but our routine doesn't. So I'm going to link in the show notes to a Facebook live I did on this to kind of give you an idea of what our daily schedule was looking like in the spring. Number two, You're going to need a pencil sharpener, and I highly suggest Ticonderoga pencils. Um, Yes, I mentioned these pencils specifically for a reason. They are the best and will save you money and frustration in the long term. Do not get the cute pencils. Get the pencils that are going to work. They sharpen without breaking, and the lid doesn't break every time you touch the pencil to the paper. I can't tell you how many times I've sharpened a brand new pencil to the nub that was really cute on the outside, but the lid did not work. This will help you hold on to as much of the number eight on the list um, that will be coming up as possible. And a good pencil sharpener. I'll link to the pencil sharpener we've had for about five years without any issues whatsoever. I love this pencil sharpener. It was suggested to me by another homeschooler. It's definitely a winner. Homeschool necessity number three, paper and notebooks, binders, a hole punch, tape, binder clips, paper clips, a stapler, The research is in people. Kids learn best when they write things down. Technology is great and so is paper. Um, And you can always, I print a lot of things one-sided and then I put it to the side and we use the back for writing notes or scratch paper and things like that. I would consider this all those things to kind of fall under basic office supplies that kind of make the magic happen. Keep all of these at a place where the kids will have easy access but don't be afraid to have a teacher stash for the adult in the house that's helping. That way you'll always know where at least one set of supplies can be found. Some of you who are in really tight quarters may want to just kind of keep a stash and they know that they need to come to mom and ask if they can use those things. Definitely, I can't tell you how many times a stapler is needed. And I had small staplers. I couldn't find my big stapler after our most recent move and finally just sucked it up and bought 
a new swing line, fabulous full-size stapler, because if you do, if you have literally kids that are making booklets and stuff, you need the full-size stapler to be able to reach the center of the booklets. Please, please, please take my advice on this one. Homeschool necessity number four, and you are probably not going to think about this one, and maybe it isn't true for everyone's house, but everyone I know falls into this dilemma, rulers, and I um, pretend I'm yelling that. <laughs> so for the love of all that is holy, buy a ruler every single time you go to the store for the entire back to school season while they are on sale, you will never be able to find a ruler when you need it, and you will always seem to need it. I bought 10 rulers like two years ago and we just needed rulers for a science experiment and couldn't find any rulers. Rulers, rulers, rulers. Have them in every room, have a supply in every cabinet. Rulers. You can get them on sale for like next to nothing during back to school season and just buy them. Just buy, buy like multiples for every person in the house. Scissors. Number five. They go along with my friend's rulers. They are probably the most misplaced object on the list of homeschool must-haves. And the thing is, like, we have multiple pair. We have a drawer for them in the kitchen. We have a space for them where we keep our homeschool supplies. And I have my own personal pair. And no matter what, something is always happening. If my personal pair is gone, that's when um, mommy really has to work on her mental mindset to not lose it. You need multiple pairs of scissors. If you have little kids, make sure to get safety scissors. And as the kids get bigger, the scissors get bigger. Um, and make sure you have some adult scissors for some of the bigger things for you to use. Necessity number six is just various art supplies. So I'm separating it from office supplies because for various art supplies, you need to buy five to ten times what you think you need. And hide extras from the kids, but not from yourself, which is the key that sometimes I forget. So this is like crayons, markers, colored pencils, um, erasers, paint, glue, glue sticks, all the things that aren't just like basic writing implements. And then not glitter. Did I mention not glitter? Not glitter. If you can get out of projects with glitter, your household will probably be happier. If you don't mind having glitter everywhere from this point forward in your life, glitter is definitely an option. But I know a lot of people who um, have banned glitter from their home and seem much happier. I don't suggest glitter, um, but you also need like less of the following things. So you might need to pick up some modeling clay, pipe cleaner beads, things that are like one-off, but those big crayons, markers, colored pencils, buy more than you think you'll need. Use glue sticks like currency. Teach glue stick use at the beginning of every year. And this includes all the other adults that are going to be involved. It is true that if you jam the top on the glue stick, while it is still elevated, that the top will stick and pull the entire glue stick off of the base. No matter how many times we attempt this experiment, we get the same results. So use our experience as a cautionary tale. I just bought five 12 packs of glue sticks for our first grader alone. Homeschool necessity number seven, technology. All the technology is ideal. Before I get hate mail, I know that there are lots of famous homeschoolers that existed before technology. Abraham Lincoln was homeschooled before the internet and he turned out okay. I think he was probably just fine. I am prehistoric and I went to school before the internet was a big thing. Anyone else remember microfilm? I bet you don't. I consider myself a well-educated person, 
And I can still say that the internet has made learning easier and more efficient. My technology must-haves are some kind of device now. It can be a computer, a Chromebook, a tablet, a phone, some kind of device that you can hook up to the internet. And a printer is the most ideal. It is in my top three. Then you get extras, streaming services, all kinds of apps to help either little kids or big kids, book services like Epic, linking to your library, things like that, that help expand your homeschool. And I think that for me is the big thing about technology in any educational setting. When it is used appropriately, it just opens the world to your kids. I'm a big proponent of its use, but not using it just for the sake of saying I use technology, but actually using it to benefit. Homeschool necessity number eight is a plan. This is not the same thing as your schedule or routine. This is about thinking about what you will be covering that day, that week, that year. Even if you're a very flexible interest-led schooler, typically that doesn't mean you just wake up that day and do whatever your child wants, especially as they get older. Typically you're having to do a little bit of legwork to help support them in their interest. And if you're not an interest-led homeschooler, you're definitely gonna have planning in place so this is going to look different depending on your style, your method, your curriculum choices, the ages of your kids. And I want to say that all versions of the plan are valid. You know me, I say do what works best for your family. If you don't know how to get started creating a homeschool plan or creating a home a flexible homeschool plan, then there's a link in the show notes to help you figure that out. Homeschool necessity number 9, a good sense of humor patience, or at least grace for yourself and your kids, and a willingness to be flexible. So my kiddos made sure I added patience in when they read this list. The idea here is that our kids will do what we model. If we get frustrated when things go wrong or we make a mistake, and even with almost bottomless patience, I think that happens from time to time. It's about not making it a pattern. When we can get past those things without getting frustrated, so will our kids. Try to take it all with a good sense of humor and learn the lesson from the flop or failure. If you spend a lot of time on something and it's just not working, be willing to say, this isn't working. We need to find something else. This idea of some grace, humor, and flexibility will go a long way to help you have a happy homeschool. And if you're not sure about how to cultivate that kind of mindset, how to become the person who has the mindset of a happy homeschooler, I do have a free ebook, so make sure and grab that out of the show notes below. Homeschool necessity number 10, coffee, chocolate, sweet tea, a community, and any other stress management you need. Working on a happy homeschool mindset will help with this one, but no matter how well you gather all of these essential homeschool supplies, you will probably have more than a few stressful homeschool days. So figure out what makes it stressful to you. What about days in the past have been really stressful if you can? And think of your coping strategies before the stress hits so that you know when something happens, you can respond in a certain way and it will help to just kind of take the temperature down and have less drama. That way, hopefully, you won't find yourself hiding in the closet eating chocolate. Maybe, no guarantees. Keep in mind that the desire to homeschool, and of course your kids, are the most essential homeschool supply. 
the rest of these 10 are icing on the cake. But we know that icing is delicious and it enhances the cake. And these 10 homeschool necessities are gonna do just that. Having the desire to homeschool the kids to do it with are going to be just a jumping off point. All of these other 10 things will help make your homeschool smooth and relaxed and create a happy environment where you're getting the best from your kids because you're giving them the best of you. I wish you the continued success for the year to come. Thanks for joining us this week on Suddenly Seeking Homeschooling. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at The Learning Hypothesis. For more information on homeschooling and how to customize your unique approach to education, As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode. See you next week.